Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It's Christy Dole. You're listening to When Hustle Meets Flow. And I'm so excited. This is the very first interview I've done on this podcast. And I chose to interview a gal named Jackie, who I only know through online, through social media. But she on social media truly embodies just what it looks like to be completely unapologetically you. Um, She shows, you know, the bloopers of her life, if you will. I'm sure she doesn't show everything, right? It really always is the highlight reel. But um, her and her husband are pretty funny online. Um, She's just really embodied someone who just does not give a fuck and who's successful and who's making money and who's helping people and magnetizing people towards her via social media. So whether or not you have a network marketing business, you're going to gain a lot of value from this episode. And I actually just want to share one of my biggest takeaways. Um, A lot of the questions as she was talking, I just sort of really wanted to pick her brain (laughs) Um, because there's, you know, we can learn something from everyone. And um, the biggest takeaway, and you'll hear her talk about this, is that she measures success, not just in money or, you know, she's in a network marketing business. So for her, it's about enrolling people and, and, you know, getting certain numbers and building volume and stuff. Um, that's one measure of success. But what she says is that she actually measures her level of success based on joy and that that's actually conscious for her. And man, that was such a beautiful reminder because I for sure have gotten stuck in the only thing that matters is, you know, how much money did I make this month or how many clients did I get? Or how's my team doing? You know, um, and there really are so many other factors, and it's really beautiful. At the same time, I'm listening to this book called "You Are a Badass at Making Money," and I'm listening to it on Audible. It's an awesome book to listen to while you're running, or grocery shopping, or cooking, or folding laundry. Um, and in it, she really talks about how money is currency, and how currency is just energy right the truth is money itself is paper or it's like a or it's like a, a metal of some sort like the actual paper itself doesn't have value but it's the value that we as a society have placed on that and that's what gives it power and that's the energy of the currency that's the energy of money so taking that and taking Jackie's I I think the best thing she said was the biggest takeaway is she, you know, she measures success every month based on her joy. Like how much fun did she have? How many people did she help? Um, Did she have fun? You know, just like period. Did she have fun? And um, when you take that and you mix it in with what I just told you about how money itself is just energy and that energy is the currency you can see that if you're just placing value of your life on one outcome being how much money did you get, you're really narrowing the energy that's available to you. So if you open up your energy to say, I value fun, joy, helping people, growth, and and money, and growing my business, when you have that many factors in front of you, 
your month and your life is no longer defined by just one of those things, your energy can become so expansive and you can start to draw in more of the energy that you're expanding upon. And part of that is money. So I just loved that. I'm really excited for you guys to listen to this interview. Um, and you're going to notice at the very end, I give her a little mini human design reading because I'm really excited to share with you guys that very soon I will be learning human design and being able to offer that as part of my readings, being able to offer that in my coaching. Um, and I'm really excited about that. It's been calling me and calling me and calling me and I'm answering the call. So guys, without further ado, allow me to introduce you to Jackie Pruitt. She is a founding member at her newest network marketing company. She is crushing it. She has a beautiful spirit, beautiful mind, beautiful heart. Enjoy. Beautiful. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. It's Christy Dole. You're listening to when hustle meets flow. And I'm so excited. This is my first interview ever. And I want to introduce you all to Jackie Pruitt. Everybody say hello. Hi. <laughs> um, so Jackie, I don't really know much about her, but what I do know is that she's incredibly inspiring online. And I just, I, I feel as though a lot of my listeners, so I am a coach, Jackie. I don't know if you know this. I coach women um, that are in network marketing and online businesses. And one of the things that they struggle with the most, and even just being in network marketing is just putting yourself out there. Right. And you do it so beautifully. Like, oh, thank you. I think you break a lot of rules, yeah. um, like not posting every day and things like that, but you do it and you do it in such a beautiful way. So I really want to sort of learn about your, um, your journey to get to where you are today. So like, okay, give us like the quick 20 second elevator speech about who you are, just so they know oh, who geez. you are. I know. Well, the first thing to know about me is like, I'm the most, most long-winded person ever. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. We'll make it 40 seconds. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, um, I grew up in Michigan, uh, basically moved all around after college, um, finally ended up back in Michigan. And I have been in corporate America or had been in corporate America for many, many, many years. I never felt fulfilled. It was a paycheck. I always felt like, God, there's got to be more to life than this. And when I had heard about network marketing, I poo-pooed it for a very long time. I thought it was below me. I thought it was everything that you know, it's not. And mm -hmm. when I finally jumped in, I kind of just owned it and decided if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And I think that's where a lot of the unapologeticness came from, but yeah, it's been a game changer. Wow. Okay. Amazing. So if you don't mind sharing with the audience, how old are you? I am 41, I think. <laughs> 41. 41. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I just turned 40. So, oh, okay. Yay. The 40 club. I yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> And how long did you, I'm just curious, like your upbringing, was it very like, this is what you do. You do this, you do that, you do this, you do that. And you're happy. Basically. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm an only child. Um, my parents are both worked very, very hard. Um, employees, of course, you know, worked. And I was always told you go to college, you get a good job. You know, I, I was a rule follower when I grew up. I, um, never wanted to get in trouble. I always wanted to please everyone. I never mm. wanted to stand out. Mm. Um, and so I grew up very different than who I am now. And it is interesting to me, even when I think back, like what 
was the catalyst to to evolve into this kind of, you know, loud, unapologetic role breaker that I am today. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. Maybe That's amazing. you can tell me more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it's different for everybody. I just think it's beautiful that it's happened, that, that it happens. Like I, I really wanted to interview you to show that like you can transform, you can change. So how long were you in corporate America for? Um, <sighs> I don't even know, like 20 years, maybe I graduated oh, wow. like what, 22. And I, I just last year left. So wow. yeah, yeah well, I guess a little over 20. Okay. And then how long ago were you introduced to network marketing? You said you poo-pooed it for a little bit. So how long yep. ago was that? Um, I was introduced to it five years ago. Okay. And how yep. long did you poo-poo it for? Two years. Wow. <laughs> yep. Okay. And Two years. This is so good. And so what happened in those two years? Um, you know, I just had done a lot of soul searching. And I, like I said, I knew that there was something else or I hoped that there was something else to life. Um, I never really fit mm. in with my friends that were in college because they all went off to do just like corporate America jobs and seemed happy. I might want to call BS on it, but you know, ah. <laughs> I love it. Um, it just never fulfilled me. And I just felt like I had to do something different. I wanted money so that I could figure out what would light my fire. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, when you're in that rat race and I did live in New York city. And so maybe that was like, uh, oh. uh, uh something that kind of, uh, what do you call it? Like enhanced to that feeling of the rat race. But mm. I just always felt like I could never get ahead. I could never get ahead. What can I do to try to get ahead? And I mean, I was introduced to network marketing and I said, no, F that, I'm not doing that. But then I was like, well, maybe I'll go work at, you know, a bartender, I'll be a bartender. I'll do all these things. I'm like, seriously, Jackie, Right. maybe just look at this and give it a shot. And then if that doesn't work out, you can be a bartender. <laughs> right. You know, something that I talk about a lot and that I teach on is like conditioning. Mm -hmm. When I say that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. You, and the conditioning that you had was so deep that you were considering being a bartender rather than trying this like new job. Um, okay. So two years of, of hemming and hawing, and then you joined one business. How, how many businesses have you had? Uh, in network marketing, just two, two, just okay. one, the one I'm currently in and my previous. Yep. Okay. And how, and so what was, what, what, what was like the hardest thing for you in that first one? What was the big struggle? Gosh, you know, I don't know that there was one big one. It just, I think my struggle was before I said yes. Mm. My, my biggest struggle was saying yes. Once I said yes, I just realized I had a conversation with my sponsor at the time, right on the same call that I decided to do it. And she's just like, Jackie, you know, you can, you can worry about being that girl or you can be that girl and you can own it and you can earn the cars and you can earn the trips and you can leave your job and you can show people that being that girl is a positive thing. Um, and so that conversation just really flipped it for me. And although I was scared, although I was, you know, nervous about that first post or, you know, nervous to, you know, tell my friends, like I just decided to own it. And so my hardest part was prior to saying yes. Once I said yes, I just owned it. Oh, wow. Yep. That's really interesting. So a lot of times people say yes, and then they still drag their feet. Yeah. 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 What do you think that's about? Like, what do you think the difference is between you and those people? Well, I don't know. <laughs> 
Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I have tried to, to think back on what has changed for me to, you know, I mean, you are much more knowledgeable about all these types of things, but I've done all those Enneagram tests and, Mm -hmm. you know, who I identify now is not who I am, who I am at my core, who I grew up as. I grew up as a nine, like I said, a peacemaker, somebody that does not make waves, you know, just wants to make everybody happy, yada, yada. What are you now? What are you now? Well, I identify myself as an eight, like, what is it? A challenger or whatever, but, um, but I think that we all, I mean, and I believe this is true, but we all have different pieces of, of all of those mm-hmm. different numbers. And it's what you practice the most that you're going to present as. And so when I, um, I think it started when I went abroad in college, I went way out of my comfort zone, scared to death, went abroad, had an amazing time. Then, you know, I moved to New York City after college, scared to death, did it. Then I taught Pure Bar and I could never think of ever standing in front of people and speaking. So I did all of these little things um, in my kind of quote unquote adult life that made me practice getting out of that. And I think that's just kind of been that evolution of me starting to do that more. That is incredible. See, I never knew that about you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if, if you need to have some... I don't want to say balls. Cause I feel like ovaries are like stronger. So you need to have some like big <laughs> <Yes>. ovaries <laughs> to that. live in New York city. I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I went to college too. And like the thought of leaving and going abroad, I was such a wimp because I just wanted to be with my friends. So you already had that kind of like chutzpah inside of you. I guess I did. I didn't yeah. feel like I did though. Um, yeah. I, you know, I still have a a distinct memory when I was in, I went to London. That's where I, so I didn't sound like I went to someplace, (laughs) but um, I went to London and my first memory, like hardcore of just like, I was in my dorm and we had a, a, a bar in our basement because it's London. It's freaking awesome. Best city in the world. But we had a bar in our basement and there was like a first party, if you will. And I didn't know anybody. And I was so nervous. And I'm just like, I remember having a conversation with my best friend, like who was in the States, like, I'm afraid to go down. She's like, just go down. What are you going to do? Die? I kind of feel like I might die. Um, And I went down and literally that's where I met all my friends. And it Mm. it was just like this amazing experience for a year. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I guess I had it in me, but we all do. We all do. We don't realize we do. Yeah. What a cool metaphor for like, on the other side of your fear is like all the fun and all the amazingness. Like you were so terrified to go down that bar and you go down there and there's all your friends. I think that's a cool metaphor. Oh my gosh. Okay. So when you were, when you decided to start your business, were you just like on like how you are today online or did you sort of like gear up for that? (laughs) Um, so that's a good question. I mean, I always have loved social media. Um, it's always been a place where I have shared a lot. So it's not like I went from never using social media to them being like, wow. So, you know, I always tell people that if you've been, if you're in that space where you don't use it much, like you can just kind of ease into it. But um, for me, you know, I still didn't go blah. (laughs) I still remained who I was. And I just started to um, uh, trickle in what I was also doing. But I think there's a lot of people that want to be casual and cool, but Mm -hmm. it translates into them not really caring. Mm. Um, I think own it, own whatever you're doing, be proud of it, posture that success and posture that 
excitement because people are attracted to energy and excitement. Mm -hmm. Um, and if you're just like, Oh, well, yeah, we'll see what happens. Like, you know, people are just going to see what happens. (laughs) Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. I almost just want to like, hear you talk. (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay. So let me change the the scene here for a moment. So my business, my podcast is called when hustle meets flow. I love that. And so what is hustle to you? Like to define hustle to you? Hustle. Gosh. Um, I think hustle is doing the work, um, that, that, you know, you need to do and just doing it, um, not making excuses, mm-hmm. um, you know, and just kind of owning it. And I don't think that work has to have a negative, you know, connotation. Mm-hmm. You're doing the right things. Um, I remember speaking with the co-founder of the company that you and I are both a part of, mm-hmm. and I'm not sure if we're allowed to say, so I was, um, <laughs> But anyways, I remember talking to her and she's like the busiest person had always a million things going on. And I'm like, gosh, Jen, aren't you tired? She goes, no, tired comes from doing things with a failed purpose. I was Mm. like, what? I know (laughs) that's pretty powerful, powerful. So yeah, hustle is just doing the work, but the positive work that like lights you up and you do it. I love that. Okay. And how would you define for yourself flow? Um, gosh, I don't know. Um, yoga. (laughs) I don't know. Flow. I, I don't know. I don't think that, I don't know. How do you define it? I'm not sure. Well, if I were to say like, I mean, I see you as someone who's in the flow. Okay. You're in the flow of life. Like, I mean, I, I only see what's on social media and it's the highlight reel, but it feels like you're doing what you love, like success is coming your way. Like you're not forcing it. You're not pushing it to me. So, so that's the flow. How that's how I describe it. Yeah. I like that. I mean, and I think that, I think flow is an interesting word to me because flow, it makes you feel like it's effortless. Mm -hmm. And I don't really think having a life that you just described is effortless. It takes effort, but it takes effort in the right places, I guess. Yeah. So, Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. And so how would you, what do you, how would you define that moment where hustle meets the flow? Oh God. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I think it, I think exactly what you said. It's, it looks, it looks effortless. It looks like you're just, everything positive is coming your way and you're doing all the things and, and you're inspiring people and people are, you know, and you're helping people and making an impact, but it d- does take hustle, but it takes the hustle. It takes the work that is lighting you up. That that is a purpose driven work. I yeah. guess. Totally. So so I think like, it needs that purpose. I guess. Yeah. No, that's beautiful. And like I said, you're my first interview. <laughs> I'm going to ask everybody these questions. So they'll do way better than me. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is great. And by the way, everybody, I asked her. I said, "Do you want the questions before?" She said, "No." So <laughs> this is organic, raw, authentic. Um. Let me ask you another question. How, what are your, what's your best advice or what do you do for yourself with consistency? And like, let's say you have like a bad month work-wise mm-hmm. results mm-hmm. wise. Mm-hmm. What, what's, what's the game? What's the, what's the message in your mind? What's, what's the dialogue in your head? Like, what is your practice for that? Um, so I think that in general, this industry is really, really easy. Um, what's not easy is what's in between our two ears, you know, Mm -hmm. what all the, all of this, the noise in there. And so, I mean, there's, there's literally no business on this earth that's completely linear. 
Like mm. logically, we all know that. Like literally no business is growth, 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 growth over and over and over again. She's making a bar graph with her hands, everybody, <laughs> in case you're wondering. <laughs> Um, so logically, you know, if I'm, if I'm having like number I, you know, I literally just shared this with my team yesterday, but I measure my success on so much more than just a number. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, my major success metric that I use is joy. Mm. So I think that if you can, whatever you're doing in life, measure your success by more than just one factor, then you're able to deal with, you know, potentially like the down months or the down whatever, because you've got other things that are positive, you know? So that's kind of why I don't necessarily struggle with a down month because I'm, I'm doing something that gives me joy and I'm helping other people do that. So that feeds me. So that's a conscious thing that you do. I think so. Yeah. I mean, I listen to a, I mean, I listen to personal development every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I preach that to my team and they're so annoyed with me because it's literally every say it every day, but I just, if you, the days that you want to grow your business are the days that you need to listen to a podcast, you know, yeah. that's literally how I feel and not a crime podcast, right, you know, right. <laughs> a podcast that's going to build your mind because your mind is our most, our strongest muscle and we have to practice mindfulness and all of the positive things. So what do you do? when, and I'm actually asking this cause like I've done this. Yeah. <laughs> what if, what have you done? Cause I love that you have a different, um, success factor. Yeah. Um, cause just speaking personally, I, in my coaching business have had a couple of slower months mm-hmm. and, if, and it like, of course it gets me down. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. what's wrong with me? Yeah. But if I took your advice, I actually, it was just yesterday. I was like, you know, coming off the long weekend, my birthday, I'm like hungover, all these yeah. things. I'm like, yeah. how do I, you know, how do I get my life back together here? And I got this message from a total stranger on Instagram. And she was like, I listened to your podcast. I love your content. Like you're changing my life. And I was like, oh, I love that. You know, I was like, okay, universe. Yes. I'm just, like I will keep going. You know what I mean? It was just, yeah. it was that little nugget. But what do you do when you're having, what do you, what do you do when you have a couple of months where, cause here's the thing, let's just be honest. You're working this business for money. Yes. Yeah. I mean, okay. well, <laughs> if it were for money, I would have stopped by now. Cause there are so many other things now that I'm, that's driving me, but yes, I mean, yeah. money gives us the options, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. so, okay. Let's, let's use um, your your results. Let's say that you haven't felt joy in a couple of months in your business. Mm -hmm. What then what's, what does it look like to kind of get back on the horse once you've got thrown off? (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's interesting that you asked that, um, a a very close friend of mine in this business in, you know, um, on our team came to me a couple months ago and was like, I'm broken. Um, Mm. I don't know what to do. I feel lost. I I'm not getting the results that I want. Like, I don't know what to do. And my next question to her was, are you having fun? She's like, no, am I supposed to? Right. Right. (laughs) Um, You're like, yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah. And so, um, you know, of course we had lots of conversations and, you know, last month, you know, yesterday or two days ago, she told me how much fun she had that month and Mm. how, filled up she was and how she has this purpose. And she just is so joyful and said, Hey, it was not my best month numbers, 
but that's not what I'm measuring it on anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so I just think if you are in that spot, reach out to somebody, talk to somebody, help, you know, listen to, again, listen to personal development podcast that like lights you up. I love Jen, Jen Sincero, her books. Um, I'm you listening know, but, to her book right now because of you. Oh my gosh. The money one. Yeah. Yeah. The money one is incredible. You are a badass at making money. Oh my yeah. gosh. Those kinds of just like, you almost feel like there is a point to your life, but you have to release the control and just put that positive. I know you're big on energy, like put that positive energy out into the universe. Yeah. It will give it back to you. But, um, staying in that negative spot of, I can't do this. I can't do that is literally wasting your time. Okay. I love that. How do you stay consistent when things are going well? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes. Things are going yeah. really you, well. And yeah. you're like, and then you get a little loosey goosey on your, yes. on your podcast. You get a little loosey goosey on the positive self-talk. Yeah. That is a great question. Um, the real thing. I'm in it right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that kind of is a real thing. And I, I'm not sure I have the answer to that, but I think just staying close to the fire is probably the, Ooh. the, what I would, what, does that what mean? I would say. Um, so like for us in our business, you know, staying close to the fire, staying plugged in, because even though, again, this business is really not about us, it's not mm -hmm. about us retiring ourselves or us being able to travel. It's about helping others do that. And so when you take the purpose off of you and put it on others, even though things might be going well for mm -hmm. you, you're, you're really, you know, it's so easy to be able to be like, okay, who can I help? Who needs, who needs, yeah who needs me. So I, I would say to just take it off of, uh, out of that self self place and putting it out into who you can help. Wow. That's really good. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> like selfishly, I just wanted this to have this conversation for me. <laughs> so good. Um, okay, great. What would you say? I mean, is balance even really a thing and do you have it? Um, I don't know, you know, that work-life balance. I'm not really sure that I believe in balance in like the, like the literal sense. Yeah. Um, I think balance comes from, again, when you're just doing something that, that fills you up, you know, um, d does my son see me on my phone and complain? Yes. <laughs> and I kind of call BS to the people that are like, well, I want to be able to build a business or I want to be able to like be a, you know, top earner in my corporate job or yada, yada, yada. But I also want like, look, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with showing your kids what hard work looks like, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but again, it doesn't feel hard or like quote unquote work in the negative sense when you're doing something that fills you. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure I answered your question, but I think balance is kind of, yes, I think it's there, but it's not in the literal sense that we would be like, okay, I've got four hours here and I've got four hours yeah. here. And it's just like, it's life. It's messy. It's, you know, it, we're all trying to do our best and, and, and stay afloat and, and show people around us that we love them. And, um, love can look in a lot of different ways. Love looks like giving your kid a hug. Love looks like giving them a bandaid when they, when they fall down. Love looks like, you know, giving your husband 15 minutes of your time to watch something together. And it also looks like showing my kid what hard work looks like so that he can go out or she can go out and build a life that maybe isn't conventional, but will fill them up.
Mm, I love that. <laughs> you're like, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Well, you know, what's interesting is, so I worked in corporate America, but I left 10 years ago. Okay. I left when I was 29 and I, I just was like, I had this moment of like, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah. Yep. I don't know how I, like, I would sit there and think like, how did my dad do this? I know like 40 years. Um, anyways, so I left and I like, started a yoga studio. I had my own yoga studio. Oh, that's awesome. And then I got pregnant and that's when I got into network marketing, which was about seven or eight years ago. And I'm really proud of myself because I built a life where I get to be home for my kids. And that yes. means everything to me. And here's the shit kicker of it all Yep, is my <laughs> daughter. Both of them are like, mommy, you, you work too much. And I'm like, you guys don't even understand that I, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. So like, I work so hard to have that balance. And my kids are like, yeah, that's not good enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's so relative, right? If you weren't home, if you worked in an office, yeah. that would be harder for you. And it, let's be real. Like when you come home from working in an office, it's not like it totally turns off, but in a way, like when you're when you are just an employee, yeah, you can kind of flip that switch more, but yeah. you're giving up a lot. You're giving up freedom. You're giving up, you know, yeah. the, you know, 40 my husband, hours a week. Exactly. My husband just yesterday was like, I think I might want to retire. Cause like, that's my next goal is to retire Ooh. him. He's like, I think I'm getting closer. I'm like, why do you say that? He's like, I'm tired of, of scheduling my PTO. I'm like, yes. Good for <laughs> how you. Freedom. How, how freeing is it to just be like, yeah, I'm just going to go to a vacation next week. And you don't have to tell anybody outside of your spouse. Exactly. So. You know, I'm telling you the new, the new earth that is coming around. Um, it's this whole 40 hour work week stuff. Oh, yeah. It's crumbling. It does, those systems are crumbling. Okay. Yeah. We're going to round out this, this fun interview. Yes. Um, I'm happy to share with my audience. I am actually learning how to do human design so I can give readings. So it can be a part of my coaching. Jackie so cool. here has never, doesn't know what a lick about know what human it is. design. <laughs> so you've heard of astrology, I'm sure. Yes. Okay. Have you heard of the chakras? I've heard of it, but I don't really know what it means. They're just like energy centers. Um, okay. Down okay. your body, like your third eye and your throat chakra and stuff. Anyways, okay. human design takes all of these ancient systems like astrology, like chakras. Um, you're probably not going to know the other ones I mentioned, but like the okay. I Ching, the Kabbalah, Ayurveda, all these different ancient energy systems and like piles them on top of each other. Okay. And then it comes out with this profile. So you are a generator, okay. which is about 70% of the world. Um, you are here to like build the, like build the world. Like you are here to work. You're here to like create and do as long as it lights you up. Yeah. That's like the big thing is that it needs to light you up and you will have energy for days as long as it lights you up. Does that sound like you? Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So your strategy in life is to respond to things. So essentially that means like, you're not necessarily meant to, initiate like new ideas. Like, of course you'll have ideas because you're human. Um, but your energy is best spent responding to things. If that makes sense. Yeah. Totally. Makes sense. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, your inner authority, this is how you make decisions. So you have what's called an emotional authority, which is the same one that I have, Okay. which I'm going to tell you is a bit of a doozy. (laughs) So (laughs) some people, um, we have a friend, Lauren, who's yep. a generator like you, um, mm-hmm. but her authority is, uh, is, um, sacral. And so for her, 
it's like a yes or no. It's a quick yes or no. Like any decision, whether it's like, do I want pizza for dinner or should I buy a new house? It's like, (laughs) it's like a gut yes or no. Uh You, you and I are different. Our decisions require that we ride the emotional uh, roller coaster. So like, let's say your company is coming out with a new comp plan and you're like pissed about it. I'm just making sure yeah. right now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you would ride the wave of being pissed before you mm-hmm. talked to someone about it or before you, does that make sense? Or, yeah. um, if you, if something like, let's say someone wanted to buy your house for like 300,000 over asking price. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. You want to ride that wave of the high and get Mm -hmm. to a place of neutrality before you make a decision. Is that how you make decisions? Um, I think actually I'm more of a yes or no. no. Yeah, because my dad, well, not my, I mean, I think I just grew up with an overthinker. My dad's an engineer. Mm -hmm. And so I hate how much he has to research everything to death. Mm -hmm. And so I am more of a spontaneous yes or no outside of when I decided to finally do network marketing. So I don't know, maybe I'm a mix. (laughs) Well, so it's interesting because I think people, they are what they are, just how they are. But like Uh this this is um, energetically like what's best for you. So experiment with it. And obviously like, if it's like, do I want pizza for tacos for dinner? You can make a gut decision. But if it's like a big decision, try this next time. This is how you're you're meant to go. Um, What else? Oh, and then for generators, your you know that you're living your life energetically, like by your design, because you feel satisfied. Mm-hmm. And if you are not, you're going to feel frustrated. Got so it. any part of your life where you feel frustration is a part where you're kind of going against your design. So like maybe oh. you're, I don't know, maybe you're initiating, maybe you're waiting around too much. Like you're really just meant to respond to things. And then all these little, like right here, see how this is colored. You have a yeah. colored head. So you have a defined head you have a defined third eye. Basically (laughs) what that tells me is that you don't really spend much time thinking about things that don't matter. Yeah. And that you also have a pretty clear vision of like who you are, what you want and how it's going to go down. Does that sound like you? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I love that. How fun. I know I'm still learning about it. Um, but pretty soon I'm going to be offering it to people. So Jackie, I just want to say thank you so much. And I want to ask you one last question, then we'll wrap it up. If you, if, if someone's listening to this right now and they're just feeling kind of lost, kind of like, isn't there, is this all there is like, what am I even doing here? What advice do you have to give them? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think just, just following something. You know, I think we've placed so much emphasis on trying to make the right decision that we stay in not making one. Mm. So going and just making a decision towards something where you don't know what the outcome is going to be and doing it. And then maybe it's right for you, maybe not, but taking that path is going to lead you to something else. It's going to lead you to something else. And you're going to find your purpose. That's our entire reason for being here. Mm-hmm. We have a, all have a purpose. But if we stay in this uh, comfortable bubble where we just are like existing, we're never going to find it. So we have to just make decisions of do something something. rather than nothing. Yeah. My girlfriend, I love that you just said that. Cause like yesterday I was having that kind of a day. I'm like, what am I even doing with my life? Yeah. (laughs) And and my, one of my best friends, she was like, Christy action breeds clarity. Go do something. She was like, go do something. And I did. 
and, yes. it, and it brought me and I ended up gardening, which I love it. <laughs> I was like, this is what I need to do right now. So yes. you are such a gift, truly. Oh, uh, no, 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 really. I mean, everyone is a gift, but you're just a gift for coming here and, and spending this time with me. Thank you so much. If oh people, gosh. if people want to find you, where can they find you? Um, on Instagram, in, or whatever. Instagram, um, I'm J A X P R E W Jax pro. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, I love finding, you know, new friends and, and just, you know, connecting and just know that I, I've been very good. I haven't dropped one F-bomb, but on social media is a different story. <laughs> Why? Go ahead. Say it. This is what I've already, I've already sworn a few times. Have a wonderful fucking day, everyone. <laughs> yes. Have a great fucking day. Thank you, Christy. I love it. Thank you oh so much God. for asking me on. No problem.